The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment. Hello and welcome to another video game to the max. This is number 156 and I'm your host Sean Garmer and here with me today as usual Mr. Mark Morrison. Howdy. Well, uh, it's been 10 days or so. Anything going on with you? Not really. Finally got my laptop situation cleared up. <laughs> Yes, uh, that drama-filled ordeal. Month. Yeah. <laughs> finally fixed after going in super overdraft mode and everything. Gosh, I'm just glad you don't have to deal with that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> well, uh, I know you've been playing some stuff. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. They fiddle with something. Uh, the big thing's been, uh, Mortal Kombat X, I actually reinstalled that recently, because I didn't get Injustice 2. <laughs> Both sites are right for, gave it to someone else. You people have no, you people have no, lo- you people have no loyalty. <laughs> uh, Battlegrounds a little, um, I continue to suck at that game. Um, I'm like halfway through my third playthrough of Persona 5. <laughs> hey. I mean, you got to be getting close to learning everything, right? Well, now I'm trying to get to the platinum trophy, but I'm just like, it, to get it to get everything. You have to follow a specific, pretty specific guideline, and at seems le- like I a least, lot of work. Yeah, I I managed to screw up the first play, the second playthrough. I should say I did. So this one I didn't screw up yet. I'm just making a lot of saves in case I have to go back. <laughs> but uh. See, the big thing's probably Endless Space 2. I played that for a few hours tonight. Oh, uh... So that's that, uh, like, 4X strategy game, right? Yeah, it's made by... Let's see if I can think of... I think it's made by Frontier Studios. I want to say... Oh, Amplitude Studios, that's it. Uh, they did Endless Space 1, and they did Endless Legend a few years ago, which I really liked. That was like, that's my one of my favorite forex games. So, so what does the forex like stand for, really? Because I I always see that and I'm like, what is, what do they mean by forex? Uh, I want to say exploit, expand. Let's see, some uh, exterminate and explore. That's it. All right, that makes. Um, uh, yeah, like, you know, explore to get, to find resources to exploit, expand your empire, and then exterminate any other empires or whatever you come across. So what are you doing in this, you know, for uh, people who don't know what this is? 
Well, you basically start off with like one planet and uh, like one starship, like a settler starship, and you basically try to explore to other other solar systems, see if they have any planets to uh, colonize. You can colonize them and then build up your empire. All the while you're building, you're going to like a tech tree um, that is really massive and really confusing. Like they try to, they do try to hold your hand a little, but it's very overwhelming. Like compared to like Civ Five or something, where like Civ Five, I think like that has a massive tech tree also, but they hide a lot of elements of it. Like you can't see the like late game upgrades. This you can, and it's like holy Christ, this is a this is like a web of like two hundred things on it. What do I do? <laughs> Yeah, so there's stuff for you to do, and then it shows you the upgrades too. So does it show you how to get to those? Yeah, it does. Okay, I mean, okay. it, it's it's more help. It's slightly more helpful than like Civ Five in that respect. Like, if you really want to go like the hardcore like Uber weapon route for like military, you can you can just select it, and it'll auto up. It'll auto like plot out the best path to get up to it, and you know add it all to your like research queue. And it'll take a while, but you can do it. Um, and then, yeah, you basically just jump from planet to planet, or like solar system to solar system, try to find new planets to like colonize. And each planet has uh, like resources on it for you to gather, and it's a lot to take in. <laughs> so you like controlling like spaceships and stuff, or you just Yes and no. Um, I mean, you control where, the, where you want them to go. Initially, they're like, I guess, gated by like lanes between solar systems. Like, you can't just free travel anywhere. But you do get an upgrade that like bypasses that later on. But uh, battle is com- completely automated, automated, which is kind of weird. <laughs> So it just happens, and you find out who wins. Like, well, you can select like a battle plan. Like, there, it's almost like rock paper scissors. Like, not, it's not to that like, that degree, but um, like you select a battle plan. Like, oh, you're stronger in short, like a short distance battle versus like you have more uh, morale, like medium distance, or like, your longer weapons are better. Um, but you just, like, press fight, and then they just circle, the ships circle around each other and, like, blast each other, and it looks nice. So does it have a certain amount of, like, turns that you do, and then if you don't get there, you, you have to start over, or how, you just keep going on? I I have no clue, I'm only in turn 60, like, the initial tutorial game, and that's, still took about two hours. Jeez. Nothing like those long tutorials, but well, I it it this game needs it. Trust me, like oh. this isn't like I and I took the game from you. I was like, I'm scared of it, and I still kind of am. <laughs> <laughs> like Endless Legend, like Endless Legend had a lot of the same systems. Like this, these games call, have something called FIDS, F I D S, mm. where it's I want to say it's let's see, it's like finances. Uh oh, oh for, sorry. Fids is food for like population growth, industry, right. 
for like improvements and stuff. Dust, which is like their version of gold that gets their currency, and science, uh, for like research and technology. And this one has Fidzel, which is the same Fids, but it also adds L for uh, oh, uh, not Fidzel, like F I D S I, and the up the last I stands for influence. Oh God! This is this is this is this is hardcore. <laughs> endless. Also, the thing I liked about Endless Legend uh, more than like Endless Space, I would say, at least initially, is like Endless Legend is all in one world. You just, you know, you're just traveling around on the ground. Like this game, you have to start. You have to make up new, basically go to different planets, and it. You build out your empire a lot better, or like a lot more visually like massive, but it is just not as connected as an like endless legend. I don't think, or like a Civ Five. Hmm. Like I know they tried Civ tried to make that Beyond Earth game a few years ago. It was kind of a failure, but that was because it was just basically Civ Five on an alien planet. Like they didn't actually do anything different. Yeah, I mean you. You kind of need to give them a reason to, to be playing the game and stuff. It's just like I think I know people wanted like an Alpha Centauri game for a while, and that's basically the same thing. But that's probably not going to happen. <laughs> yeah. Didn't those wait? Weren't those games popular at one point, and then they just died off? Yeah, but you could say the same same thing about like SimCity. Yeah, <laughs> <sighs> sad. But uh, well, but I mean. Go ahead. At least like games like this or like Galactic Civilization Three have like reasonably taken over. Well, at least you have, you know, uh, much more time to get used to everything and get out of that tutorial, and maybe it's not going to be so daunting by that point. No, if anything, it'll be more daunting. <laughs> yeah, you're like well, even more, more crazy also- stuff. I also played a little of Siberia 3, and I don't think I like that game that much. <laughs> you don't? Why it's not? Just, is... It's just really slow and laborious. And it's not, it's not like the puzzles are difficult. It's just like getting to them is just like, oh man, it's just like energy sapping. So is it like a point and click? No, you have to, you have to you move your character around. It's like it's almost like a uh, like Telltale game, but just okay. it feels slower, and it like just it, like nothing seems to like really matter that much. Also, like they got the main voice actress back from uh, the first two games. I don't know her name, but it's been fifteen years. She sounds older. <laughs> <laughs> well. Like, She's supposed to be playing like a twenty, like a mid twenties year old woman, and she sounds like she's in her mid forties or something. So it doesn't quite sound correct. Yeah, I bet that's kind of weird. Also, the the lip syncing is some of the worst I've seen in a video game. Ouch. So I think I think it. I know it was made in France. I don't know if French was like the native language, but yeesh. <laughs> Yeah, I was going to say Microwords is a French company. When I went, yeah. I had to go looking and looking and looking around to try to find 
the English people I was supposed to talk to for that. Yeah. And I finally found that it took me a while. I was like, okay. Uh, sometimes it's a real mystery. When you try to go find like these foreign publishers, a lot of times they don't think about, okay, we need to have that English arm, whatever it is, right out there. Like I'm trying to find this one that's they're based in Mexico, but I cannot find their email for their PR. <laughs> and I'm just like, well, I'm probably just going to miss out on that till it magically appears somewhere. But uh, yeah, so, you know, yeah, that's kind of sad to hear. I've, they're, are they the same people that make the Dreamfall stuff? Or uh, is that diff- I think it is different. Okay. I think like, I have that. Yeah, it's made by a different company, but because those games are very like linked for some reason, like they, I think because like in that time frame of like, I think early like late '90s, early 2000s, Dreamfall and Siberia were like the only two types of those games out there. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh so like th- I mean that kind of makes sense, but like. Plus, they have female leads, which you didn't have. Yeah, and then, yeah. like, more fantastical elements to it. Like, Dreamfall, like, I mean, Siberia is still pretty grounded, but, yeah. It's still dealing with, like, mechanical men, and, like, a bunch of, like, really weird, uh, like, steampunk or, like, clockwork animals and stuff like that. And it's like, this is kind of strange. Yeah. Weird to have that all in uh, it, it's, one like, setting. It's weird that like, it's weird that like she doesn't even bat an eye to any of it. It's like the first one of the first puzzles was like get, uh, get a crow from, uh, this like this bird, uh, bird cage because you needed to like signal another like another bird next to you or like in a tower, and you get the bird and it's mechanical and she's just like whatever it's fine and I'm like, it, it's a birdcage filled with mechanical birds I might raise a hand and go what's up (laughs) yeah like uh, what is this what am I looking at here like something you know that's just yeah pretty standard fare for that to be happening but uh, I mean the one positive to the game is it does look like fairly nice for like a pretty independent game like it's just like it's just too slow and like there's a sprint button and it Barely helps. It's not like she's really sprinting. No. <laughs> sprinting in slow motion. It's like she, it's like kind of like she's stuck in like quicksand for most of the game. I haven't played oh. a lot of it also. I've only played like an hour or two. Like I got out of the initial area and I was like, all right. Well, let's put this one down for a few hours and I haven't gone back, back to it yet. <laughs> well, let's hope that maybe it gets better now, as it goes the- on. From the reviews I've seen, no. If anything, it gets like marginally worse. Oh, and also uses sucks. tank controls, which is just bizarre to me. Why tank controls in 2017? Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. But like I, re- I remember you told me like, I guess a PR email or whatever said to use like use a gamepad, and it's like that's fine. Use modern gamepad controls would be my response. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, why are you going to ask somebody to use a gamepad and then you're going to use old PC controls? 
It's like they abandoned that shit in Resident Evil, finally. Like, they were the last holdouts. You guys should also get with the times. Like, even when they remastered all the Tim Schafer classics that had tank controls. Yeah. They put them in so you didn't have to use tank controls, and, well, not here. Makes sense. I also played Abzu, and I don't like it that much. (laughs) You don't? I mean, it's really just a spectacle of a game. It's not... I... Did you play it? Yeah. I really don't like the camera in that game at all. Yeah, like, I, I, I could see that. It's like, oh, you have to go down to get to this crevice to get to, like, to the next area, and it's like, I can't go down because the camera won't cooperate. <laughs> yeah, I just took it as... Well, the stuff's so pretty, you know, I, it doesn't bother me, you know. Um, I mean, it looks nice. I'll, it does look nice. I'm not going to argue that at all, but... Like, Journey is a much better version of what that game tries to do. Uh, yeah, it's, like, playable. <laughs> right. Um, but it works for what it is. I don't know. That, I think I didn't buy it for, like, $20 or whatever, but... You know, it uh, it works and it's not long, so yeah, it's it's hard for me to say like just bad stuff against it, but uh, yeah, I think the the only game that's different for me that I haven't talked about previously is just uh, Akiva's Beat that came out last week. Uh, it is a it's um, from X Seed, so it's very Japanese uh, and marvelous. You know those people. It's it's a dungeon crawler that also has uh, like where you it has a an open world. It's not really open. It's more like you can go. You have um, it's kind of like more like Yakuza. There's a map. And you can go to certain places, you can go to stores and whatever, but there's markers and stuff like that that it wants you to go to if you're trying to continue the story or whatever. And there is a lot of talking. Like, literally, I did, you know, because now when we do the wrestling podcast, I don't do it here because I got to read too much, uh, you know, for us to do this show. But um, because I don't host the wrestling podcast i can sit there and play the game play a game while uh to have a video version of it for youtube which i forgot to the reason i did not upload the video is the entire hour is me scrolling through text that people will not understand because i don't have another any other gameplay of that game so I was like, I'm not even going to bother uploading this because no one is going to get what I'm doing other than scrolling through a bunch of text. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, when, you, when you're not talking to the person, the other, the other characters, you do walk around. I finally got to the point where you can actually have a little bit more freedom and you can walk around and go into stores and buy things and buy, like, you know, hats and clothing for your character and... Um, it has a very, like, I guess, like, you know, your main character is like an otaku, uh, you know, he's very into, like, oh, I'm all about anime, and 
I'm all like video games and stuff, but I don't want to have a job like other people. My whole thing is I want to, I just, I just that's what I want to do all day. And basically, it, when when you're doing stuff that's not walking around stuff, it's a it's a dungeon crawler. So it goes in, and you go into a map, and you kill monster. It looks very much like a like an idea factory game or a compile heart game. Where the monsters are there, and you're just walking around, and you see them, you run into them, you kill them. Um, that, that toy has a market quality. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it. It, you know, I'm not trying to say like uh, that. It, it means that it's bad. It's just the play style and the battle system is very similar to those. What? You know, like like the Omega Quintets of the world and all that. You know. Wasn't in like Akiba's trip like you're like hacking off armor and the armor was like clothing. Yes. Okay. And it was uh, very. It was almost like a joke, and you'd go on a train and do that, and it was uh, it's almost very very different from this game. So I think the only tie-in is that they're both in Nakihabara. That's about it, because this is very much different. Um. And the reason it's why it's called Beat is because apparently Akihabara used to be a place where it was all about music and sound equipment and whatever. And now it's become what it is now with the video games and anime and all that stuff. So, um, but yeah, I, I mean, I haven't gotten far enough into it to really like say more than that. But that seems to be the basis of it. Of There's a lot of talking and when you are fighting... It's very much like some other games you've seen. Uh, so it's up to you on if you like those kind of games, it's out there for you. Um, if not, you know, may not be something you want to go pick up. But uh, yeah, I mean, more Mario Kart, which I'm halfway through the review. I really need to like actually sit down and ride it tomorrow when I get home from work or later today, whatever. And... Yeah, that's that's pretty much what I've been playing here. So, lots of stuff to get to. Uh, mainly Far Cry 5 being officially confirmed since the last time we did a show. And it is set in America. Well, it's not. It's set in America, but it's not a real town in Montana. Uh, Hope, Montana, to be more specific. Uh, they did reveal the cover art with the what's pretty much going to be the villains. Uh, we don't have the name of the villains or anything like that. I'm assuming that you'll get all that in the full trailer that comes out on Friday along with some game information. Because, you know, the, the now the big deal is to have a bunch of teaser trailers and then have the big date where the big trailer is going to show up. Like, oh, come on. I don't know. I'm just not a big fan of of this new thing. They did it with Lego Marvel 2. And there's been a few other ones they did this crap on. I'm just like, just show us the full trailer. What's the point? Yeah, but it's always funny when that when like when they have a big ad campaign planned and then the trailer gets leaked out and they have to rush it out real quick. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm just waiting for tomorrow. Hey, the Far Cry 5 trailer has been leaked. And More then. Like or like Assassin's yeah, Creed, you know, they got some, like, whole big plan for that, probably, and it'd be really funny if it just leaked out. 
luckily we haven't had that, but I'm pretty sure like the week before E3, we're going to get all the leaks and then it's going to make it to where at E3, we're not going to get like last year. It seemed like that's what happened. Like half the stuff got leaked and then almost, there was very few surprises because almost everything had been, you know, known before then. But, uh, I mean, I like the fact that it's set in America. Hopefully they have a better time of it than Assassin's Creed did, uh, setting in America. But, uh, do you like the idea of doing it here and, and I mean, what that can bring, I guess? I, I like the idea of killing a bunch of white people in the game. That'd be pretty fun. <laughs> nice change from the app. <laughs> previous few games <laughs> i don't know have you seen any of the twitter nonsense about that stuff what that it's there's no it's not as multicultural as before like, no quite the, like like a bunch of nazis you know white supremacists are going like what ha- like what how are the game's racist you're just killing white people it's like have you played with, like it's just people who obviously don't have a clue like you're just killing brown people in the past two games like yeah or Normally even, it's in the in the in the last one specifically, but still. <laughs> I mean, normally it's you're the same color of the person that you're killing most of the time, so it's not really that big a deal. It's like, it's like those idiots who are like uh, going on about the Resident Evil Five zombies. It's like you, I hate you people. <laughs> yeah, it's like come on, man. But uh. Yeah, it looks good. It'll be inter- like it looks like a modern day game, so that'll be good. Like they could do some really good like sovereign citizen stuff. Like that'll be really funny to kill a bunch of those types of people. It, the 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 kicker would be if I mean all those people in that in that picture looked like the villains, like all white people. The kicker would be if you're, if you're playing a black guy. That would be hysterical. And, they, and they maybe, get the, they, maybe it's a DLC character. They, no, they get the guy who did uh, who was the main character of Get Out to be like to be the main voice actor. Oh God! But I mean, I like Far Cry, so I mean, I'll give it a shot. The only Far Cry game I didn't like was uh, Blood Dragon. Well, it's not really, really a Far Cry game. That's like them just doing something different and having the name on it. Uh, but I mean, fair enough. I, I can't, it's hard for me to go back to the, uh, the only one I couldn't really get into was the Far Cry Classic after playing the other, some of the other games because it was just a little, a little bit too different. Um, I, I didn't like two at all. Like I, I didn't play the original one at all, but I tried to play two a few times and that is a rough game. Yeah, it. It kind of is. It's that first one that that goes like a bit more broad, and like when once you play like Far Cry Three, it's like oh god, yeah, big difference here. Well, two two had an open world, but also like stuff respawned. That wasn't fun, and then you also had to worry about the like, the malaria shots. <sighs> malaria shots. <laughs> it's like sometimes you can be too real for your own. For your own good in that, but I, I, I hope that uh, we just, I, I'm sure we're going to get more outposts, and they already showed a dog in there, so 
maybe uh, more known pets, I guess. I, I don't know, but uh, it's Far Cry. You know it's going to be good. I'm excited to see what reveals we get for it and, you know, who's how the villain is going to be because that's kind of been the thing with the the last two is the the villains have kind of been a central figure like you well they kind of like them well I, yeah they have a character like you know you play always play like a kind of a blank slate <laughs> yeah it's like you're this instead of giving you the character they give the uh, villain the character so he's kind of the guy that drives the the deal but i mean half the time you you just, what you do is you don't even do the main story, so... <laughs> uh, it'll be, can't it'll you, be, like, it, literally beat four in, like, 15 minutes? Well, four... It, yeah, because it's it's a secret ending. Like, in the first ten minutes of the game, you're basically told, like, oh, sit down... Like, you're, you're with the bad guy in, like, his right. palace, and you're just, like... He's like, sit down here, wait wait a few minutes, we'll be back. And then that's, like, the whole impetus to go and, like, escape and everything... But if you just sit down and wait ten minutes, he comes back and he's like, "Let's go," <laughs> and you just hang out with him, and the game ends. <laughs> ah, should have done that so I get the credits. <laughs> but uh... well, I'll be curious because in the third one you had like the mystical tattoo, and I think in the fourth one you have something. I think you have the same thing or something different, like like similar. I'll be curious how they do that with Far Cry Five. But it'll be like. Instead of a tattoo, you're just taking drugs. <laughs> you can carry more stuff because you took an injection of PCP. I mean, I you know, it, I think it's it'll be interesting to see what kind of weapons you get too. I guess are they how modern are they going to get with these weapons? If if they want to really go with their the fact that they're in Montana, I mean, you could get really uh, interesting with that. I mean, Montana is not really the most modern city out there. You mean state? <laughs> or state, yeah, sorry. Uh, I'm not thinking at 3 in the morning, so... I got one city in it, though, so you're not far off. <laughs> <laughs> what, the capital? It's... Pretty much. Uh, so, I don't know, are you, uh, anything you kind of want to see them do different in Far Cry? that maybe was lacking in the other ones? Uh, I wouldn't mind a grappling hook. That'd be kind of cool. Uh, that's about it, really. Like, I, I hope it's a good bag, a good bad guy, a good story. Maybe having, like, a few more... Like, that picture kind of should imply there'd be a few more, like, named bad guys, like, lieutenants or, like, mini-bosses. Or if they try to borrow, like, the Mordor, like system like nemesis system that'd be kind of cool yeah let's see how if they did i mean it, that would, I, i'm surprised more games haven't used that really yeah is, since that came okay. out i figured that would be the next thing everybody copies but i, like, I wonder if they, if they thought they'd get too much flack for it or something well i mean that that type of system existed beforehand like in, in a different form but like if you Remember Crackdown? I vaguely... They had, a, they, they had, like, a system where it was, like... Or even, like, Mercenaries, the deck of 52. Like, if you take out, the, like, the lower guys first, it weakens the, the guys at the top. Ah. Uh, okay. Like, it's not the Nemesis system. Like, 
oh, you faced this guy and you both escaped, but now he's stronger. It's not like that or anything, but it's just the idea of like the main, let's say the main bad guy has a bunch of weapons. If you take out like his lower weapons lieutenant, like the weapons he has are crappy or something like that. Oof. Well, I I feel like at least Shadow of Mortar kind of made it more streamlined in a sense. Yeah, like and what, just... made, what made it more important, like a lot more important, and then, you know, that was a whole system that was just blown out completely. <laughs> yeah, it'd be interesting how they even get to innovate on that for Shadow of War, so... Uh, I mean, just like you said, as long as they make a a competent Far Cry game and it's got the stuff you expect from it and it's got the the good story, I, I'm all in for, for playing. Uh, I hope the side photos kill Whitey. <laughs> I don't think so. You never know. I wonder if they're going to make a big deal about giving you like 20 game keys this time. Like... Last time at uh, E3, hey, here's like 10 keys you can use right now to play like an hour of the game or whatever it was. Yeah. So they, uh, you know, we we talked about Bioware delaying, uh, putting Mass Effect sort of on the shelf. Well, they may not just be going around. I mean, we did talk about how they're helping in other studios, whatever, but... Bioware might be hard at work with something else. A new Dragon Age, perhaps. Uh, I know you were a big fan of Dragon Age Inquisition. Uh, one uh, of the few. <laughs> so, uh, I mean, yeah, one game of the years for a lot of people. So, uh, I just think in like our circle of people that we were, that we know in that 401 at the time, yeah, you kind of were. Uh, one of the few, but um, I mean, we don't really know much about what it's going to be, where they're, what they're going to be doing, how the world's going to be like. I imagine that's a one of the reasons why EA might have decided to do their freaking press conference on a Saturday now. But what if, uh, what if you're just playing like a Dragon Age game, and then like in the first ten minutes you just find a spaceship? <laughs> that would be really random. <laughs> Like, go from fantasy to space warfare in ten minutes. Get the best of both worlds. I would say this is desperate, but you have to imagine Dragon Age if I'd been in development for at least a a year or two. Right. Um, But what else do they have? Like, Uh, they have Star Star Wars, but they're making, like, they're, they're still working like the Old Republic. Like you know, expansions and crap like that, but no one cares about it really. Right. I mean, they have Jade Empire, but that's a joke. Like and like they have never they they had never Winter Nights, but they can't do another one of those. <laughs> yeah, I don't think they. Can. I mean, now that's free. Yeah, it's a free to play thing, so they yeah. It's just... Well, I, I I just mean like the license. Like, they don't have the D and D license anymore. Ah. Uh. They could they could not do another another one of those. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, I know you don't like Jade Empire, but I wouldn't mind a Jade Empire too. But I don't think they're gonna spend time sitting there 
making that. I could see them if they really want to do that, like make it one of those like digital releases and it's a shorter sequel or something like that. They're not going to spend oodles and oodles of years doing a Jade Empire 2. Yeah. You're right though. Like they don't really have they, I mean Mass Effect and and Dragon Age have been the thing for them. If they said like we're making a we're making finally making Kotor three, I'd be way into that. But that's that'd be, that'd be it. <laughs> I mean, I, like I, I know for, there was there was uh, parts of it where you could sort of break Dragon Age Inquisition. So obviously you need to fix that. Or but I mean, is there really anything they can do that you go, oh man, this is going to make that series even better or you just want more of what you had already well i think that i think the problem with dragon age for me is i did not like the first dragon age game in uh, inquisition and that was at the like hardcore old rpg mm-hmm. i liked inquisition because they, they modernized a lot of it they simplified a lot of it and i mean you know a chimp could play that game if you're playing a mage it could just match one button and that's it uh, and I fear if they did another Dragon Age, they'd either try to go back to the the, the roots of the series, like make it more complicated, so I wouldn't like it, or they'd they'd make it even like you know more dumbed down, like Mass Effect Andromeda was from all intents and purposes, and that would tick off like the old fans of the game even more. <laughs> yeah, you think that. Uh... I mean, you'd think that they would learn from, which uh, I should have mentioned that this month you can actually, or not this month, but for June, you can if you have an Xbox One or Xbox 360, you can get Dragon Age Origins, the first game, uh, f- for free as part of the Gains for Gold, along with Assassin's Creed 3, Speedrunners, and Watch Dogs 1. So definitely a month to go get Games for Gold, those are some pretty awesome games uh, to all have in one package. I mean, I know AC3 wasn't, you know, the best or whatever, but it's still, for, for having it free, still pretty decent. Uh, so you didn't like any of those until Inquisition at all? Like Dragon Age, Inquisition uh, or 2, or, or I mean, I didn't like, Origins I didn't or 2? Like, uh, no, sorry, I kept calling Inquisition, but Dragon Age, yeah, Origins, I should say. Uh, it was just, I thought it was too, like, com- like overly complicated for me. Like, I knew, I know f- people who did like it, and I, I had an old ex-friend who dumped, like, 500 hours into that thing, and I was like, wow, alright, I, I got to this mine area, and I got pissed, I got, I just got, like, really annoyed and frustrated, and I kind of quit. Um, and no one liked Dragon Age 2. <laughs> Well, that answers that question. I, I remember when the only E3 I've been to, Dragon Age Origins was there playable because it was coming out later that year. And I remember sitting there playing and I'm like, I am just totally lost at what I'm yeah. supposed to be doing. I mean, I played that game for 15 hours and I was still lost. So I like, am kind of done. Yeah. I, I mean, I didn't really care for Inquisition that much. Uh, so I kind of probably just took the aspect of i don't think this is going to be my series or whatever but you know the 
I think for them, they sort of need this in a way Bioware does to get a hit and get back rolling because, you know, you never think that a Mass Effect game is going to be so ill-received like that was. I mean, if I was EA CEO, I would, you know, call the two doctors back and beg on my hands and knees and be like, come back to work. <laughs> We'll give you autom like you know autonomy from us. You know, just do what you do, and get, you know we'll get you know get back to it. Ah, will they do that though? And swallow their pride. I just don't. I don't see them pulling that trigger. You know. Yeah, but it wasn't until like 2009 when EA bought them that they, they kind of started to lose their luster. <laughs> That kind of tends to happen with quite a few uh, people. So, you know, you get bought by the big company, then you have to go by their rules, and and it's a different aspect of now you got... Yeah, yeah, but EA is especially notorious for, like, buying buying a a good or profitable company and just crapping on it and, like, essentially destroying it. (laughs) Yeah, we talked about... uh, the pop cap, yeah, and all that. They did it with a company called Bullfrog like a decade ago, and you know a bunch of other stuff. And yeah, it's like why bother? Yep, uh, just keep making those sports games, EA. You'll you can't go wrong there. But well, I mean they can, but uh, they usually at least are consistent for the most part. But. Uh, Moving on from there, we do have the thing that got a lot of discussion, I guess because I was sort of spurring it on from the other other lane here, but Nathan Drake getting cast uh, in the Uncharted movie, which is now officially a prequel. Uh, Tom Holland, who also plays Spider-Man, is going to be Nathan Drake. And it's not going to be connected to the games in the franchise. But that could just mean that, well, it's not connected because it's supposed to be before those games exist. Do you think they try to tie it in as sort of like an origin story for Nathan Drake? Or is it just like, oh, we just want to have an Uncharted movie and be able to do whatever we want? I think it's probably partially both. I think they've tied in. I think they'll tie it into Uncharted Four, honestly, because Uncharted Four. Did you, did you play that one? I played a little bit of it, but I'm trying to go, you know, in order. Oh, I wouldn't do that. Uh, Uncharted Four like has a bunch of prequel stuff built into it. Like you're playing as a young Nathan Drake for like a mission, or like a mission or two. So they're probably gonna try to bridge that gap a little. That makes sense. And also, like, I, I don't think making just a completely faithful adaptation of like an Uncharted game would be that good. I mean, it already is sort of like a movie on yeah. screen. So, I mean, other than doing like a shot-for-shot shot thing and maybe adding some extra filler in there because you need to make it a certain amount of time long, just... Yeah, have more personality and less killing bad guys. <laughs> right. I, I I don't know if that's going to to help anybody either. Um, yeah. 
I think what I was arguing was that if they did decide to make it an origin story, I don't think it's the worst thing in the world. I mean, but I know. know. Well, also, like, that. I mean, Tom Holland's, like, what, 20, I think? Something like that. Right. Like, if Nick and I try to movie, like, let's say next year, they can make one in two or three years and he'll be more grown up. (laughs) Right. So, I mean, he can kind of age with the character. So you don't have a problem if they just go, okay, we're really just going to tell you how this all started for Nathan Drake, and then you kind of get to play the rest of it in the games, if you want. No. Because, like, Nathan Drake doesn't have that, like, cultural cachet like Indiana Jones does also. Yeah, I mean, he's obviously he's very patterned after Indiana Jones, but... You're right. It's a very, you know, gamer-specific thing. Um, and it's going to appeal to that market, obviously. Um, just, like, do you think, though, it could piss off people that, you know, your big Uncharted fan is like, oh, but this is not the way Nathan Drake is, and all that nope. stuff. And, I think they'll nail the character. I My question will be, like, if the film is going to be good or not. Like... As like Assassin's Creed proved, that's pretty iffy. <laughs> I feel like what they did with Assassin's Creed was like take all the bad parts of Assassin's Creed and just say, okay, we're gonna make the movie. Well, the pro- the biggest problem for me with Assassin's Creed was like they profoundly misjudged the source material of the of the games. Like you don't need to do like an Assassin's Creed one, you know, film adaptation. No one would want that. But they just misjudged, like, that that movie is, like, 70% scenes set in the present and 30% scenes set in the past. And it's like, did he play any of the games? Like, it's just, like, 95% crap in the Animus or in the past and 5% in the present. Like, did no one pick <laughs> up a controller? <laughs> Guess not. I, Ubisoft always just said, okay, well, let's just make a movie. We'll, we'll count the money. Yeah. And that movie did kind of bomb, too. <laughs> yeah, it did. It, continuing to... Uh, like it, it made its like, official budget back, I think. Uh, no, it actually did, like, okay-ish, because the budget was $125 million and it, like, apparently made 240 But that's, like, barely breaking even. Yeah, it's not... I mean, yeah, obviously you want to break even, but you want to make a lot more than that. So, I'll. I mean, I think they have other movies. So let's see if they can nail a division movie or whatever. I, think, I mean, I wouldn't mind a division movie. I'd, I'd probably more care about it like a division TV show. But I'd be, I'd be more interested in like a Rayman movie. <laughs> like the division, they can kind of sort of do. They have more freedom there. So, yeah, because there's no, there's no real like, the story is you know virus in New York City, the end. Like, well, we've already had movies with that, so yeah. that's not too hard to now, do again. Like a, you know, some paramilitary group, you know, an undercover paramilitary group is trying to like keep everyone safe, or like stop the virus. That's all you need. <laughs> right. Yeah. It's and then just fleshing out the characters from there and stuff like that. Just. 
Well, I mean, obviously time's going to tell with the, what they decide to really do with the Nathan Drake uh, Uncharted movie, but, uh, you know, Tom Holland, I'm sure, will do fine, and people, hopefully it, it's an actually good uh, video game movie, but... Um, I, I, forget, isn't, I forget who's directing that. Oh, Sean Levy, that's it. That makes me also a little iffy. <laughs> Uh, what has he done? His like I feel like I've seen Night at the Museum. Yes, I've seen that. Yeah, I liked Night at the Museum. I mean, but that's obviously you can't really get that comedy wrong. It's Ben Stiller. I mean, yeah, he did the Jet Jackson movie. That's all you need to know. Oh boy, <laughs> I didn't. You know what? When I was Younger, I liked the the Jet Jackson TV show. I don't think I ever saw the movie, but you know that that is what it is. Didn't that guy die? Yeah, he committed suicide. Oh yeah. Ah, oh, sad. Uh, I should mention that uh, you know our prayers and thoughts go out to those people in Manchester that uh, suffered that terrible loss and uh, the idiots from the Daily Mail that are trying to blame whatever. Ariana Grande wears is the reason why that was happening. Just, just please stop, just stop already. Uh, I do think that that's really nice that she's offering to pay for funerals for the people that are affected and everything. Just that sucks. Like that probably will stick with her for who knows how long. That it's your concert and that happens. Just awful. Yeah. But. Uh, Having to move on from from this here, uh, Life is Strange season two. I know you were stoked. Yeah, uh, I, I'm glad that it sold three, more than three million copies. That's the barrier for Square Enix. Apparently, if you sell more than that, they will totally greenlight your your game. So I I have a feeling even if that like even if Square said like no or whatever, they'd still publish it like. They could get another publishing deal with that game. <laughs> yeah, because the first one did well enough, and it it got a lot of buzz uh, from people just because it was such a different environment than from the Telltale games. Well, so. it, that it had, I think it had better characters than most of the Telltale games, and also it had it, it's the same basic gameplay, but it felt better. Yeah, was there was different. more. The options mattered a bit more. That and like also, the, it's not running like old ass game engine technology oh like the Telltale games are, where they haven't updated their goddamn engine in six why? years. I don't know why they cannot update that engine. Like seriously. Well, they always say like we made improvements, but it's like yes, but you never done a full engine refresh, have you? It's like it's like the problem with the WWE games. Like, oh, we got. 2,000 more animations or whatever. It's like, yeah. You're still running that engine from SmackDown vs. Raw like 2009. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Oh, we added like 50 more Triple H's. Well, thanks. But this game still doesn't play all that great. Oh. But, I mean, the pot, they're going to get that vampire game out first, obviously. I'm kind of curious about that one. And then if I work on like Life of Strange 2. I'll be curious how they tied into the first game, or even if they do. 
Yeah, that's what I was going to ask was, is there really a way for them to tie it in or would they just start with new characters and. Well, the way that game, I mean, there are two, you haven't played that, have you? I've played like the first episode. I mean, are you, are you ever going to play it? I'm prob- I probably would just to, whenever they do officially say, okay, we're working on it. This is going to come out when at this point. Uh, no, but I mean, I'm, no, I meant the first game because like the first game, there are two endings and one of them okay. is like you save your friend and the town gets destroyed or the other one is your friend dies and the t- town gets saved. Ah, uh, okay. So, yeah. So I, I would assume they would take that, like the second ending and say, like, so it's almost save. like an infamous situation where they have to decide where they want to go. Yeah. Okay. Um, I would assume that the main character is written out, or she like she won't be the main character, because like she had a good character like, character arc in the first game, of like kind of growing up. Uh, but there are still like a lot of mysteries in that like town setting, so that would be kind of cool to explore some more, or like, bring bring back some of those characters. Yeah, uh, I mean. They probably will like at least have cameos for them, or yeah, or like it might be interesting. Like she was like, if it takes place like a few years in the future, so she's like more grown up or like an adult now. Yeah, I, that's possible. They have but, uh, a lot of things available to them for that. So the only thing that would, the only thing that matters is like the soundtrack because. They need to get the guy to this first game soundtrack back. <laughs> you guys need to get on that, people. Let's do it. Uh, so there's uh, also, which now I'm don't have the thing right in front of me here. The Microsoft deciding that they're going to just take a. We're not going to handle this. The developers are going to handle this when it comes to. Dealing with how to go around frame rate and all those issues with, okay, Xbox One Scorpio editions. Are they going to look totally different? uh, Or is Scorpio going to look really that much better? And, I mean, it makes sense from a developer side. To go, well, if this has multiplayer where they're going to have to play each other, why would you want to have something running at 60 frames and the Xbox One can't run the 60 frame one and, well, the Scorpio people are going to be winning all the time because their game is going to move a heck of a lot faster. I I think this is a short-sighted policy from Microsoft. And it's going to backfire on them pretty heavily. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason why with the PS4 Pro, they said, okay, you're going to do this and this. And yeah, you're going to make sure that it works with the PS4 yeah, so you don't have this problem. It. Yeah, it's a good, you know, we're not going to we're not gonna okay your game if it's not running okay on the PS4. <laughs> yeah, I can see, especially the Scorpio sells well, I can see Microsoft going... Whatever, whatever, we don't care. Just do what you want on Scorpio. What we care is that 
you know, your game sells on there and there's a reason for people to get it. Yeah. And if it works on Xbox One, great. You know, I mean, it's not going to not work on Xbox One, but the finer details are not going to care about too much. And I, that, I feel like that's what they're sort of saying. Like, we want to give you the freedom. And if you want to take that route, we're not going to stop you until it becomes a problem. And then they're going to have to go, uh, well, I mean, what we should have done was, oops. I also feel like that just opens them up to be able to be like, oh, hey, we have Scorpio-only games now. Deal with it. Yeah, that's, I mean, like you said, it depends on how it sells, but I imagine if it does sell well, that, that that'll be within the year. It'll be like, this is only, Crackdown 3 is only going to be on Scorpio, or something like that. <laughs> Could you imagine you're holding out... Crackdown 3 this long because it needs to be on Scorpio. Just, I feel like that should have been out by now, and then... Yeah, but if you look at, if you remember back to their E3 conference a few years ago, when they talked about that game, they kept talking about, like, oh, like, you can destroy every building in the city, or it's all this cloud-based, like, destruction and crap like that. And that never materialized. Right. So they they may actually need the Scorpio to run that game, and if that's the case... They done messed up. <laughs> yeah, it's going to be interesting because they're... I mean, with the PS4 Pro and the PS4, it's not too much of a stretch, you know? But then they're going to be running everything, probably Scorpio. And when you go back and look at, okay, this is X, how it runs on Xbox One, is it going to be really different? Well... You know? PS4 to PS4 Pro is like an incremental step up. The way they keep talking about like Xbox One to Scorpio is going to be like a major step up, like like vastly different. And if that's the case, they have to make a case for it. But you're also going to leave a bunch of the people who actually bought the Xbox One and ain't on the cold. Yeah, I bought mine pretty early, so I mean, I'm also not going to sit there and buy a 4K TV to be able to really enjoy the. Uh, Scorpio either, so... Like it, it'd, be, it'd be cool if they offered, like, a trade-in program, like, trading your Xbox One, get a Scorpio off, or, like, half off or something. <laughs> yeah, I wonder if they'll do that. I mean, obviously, GameStop won't, because they don't sell TVs, but, like, I wonder if they will do that with, like, say, a Best Buy or a Walmart, where they'll try to bundle a Scorpio and a 4K TV and try to sell it for a decent price and go, okay, well, you have everything to play your Scorpio at the best, you know, uh, with the the best frame rate and everything else right here if you buy this yeah. combo. But, uh, you know, we'll certainly see if they do it. It's just, I could see them do it, but I think they were, they were trying to say that you don't need the 4K TVs. You just won't get to see the best way it looks. No, you don't need, okay. and like you really don't need like a 4K TV. Like that's pretty immaterial to me in the grand scheme of things. But if a game is going to run better, I, that's what I care about. Right. So, and Microsoft also made the uh, Xbox Game Pass available for Gold members. You can get a 14-day free trial right now. If you go on your Xbox One dashboard, it's like all over it to try to get you to do it. Uh, you know, I like the idea of this 
you know, ten dollars, a hundred games, it switches out like Netflix. Um, you can uh, also buy it at a twenty percent discount, which I think is even more than what PS Plus offers at times, depending on the game. Uh, I mean, backwards compatibility has seemingly worked for them, especially because, you know, as we'll talk about when we look at like gains for April, freaking Call of Duty Black Ops Two is there. So well, like backwards know. compatibility is like the one big Xbox one selling point. I mean, hey, it works for me that you get free, four free games every month for your Xbox One and I don't have to, I mean I'll download it for my three sixty so that it's there on that system, but I don't ever have to touch my three sixty. You know? And uh, sadly Sony didn't do that with the PS4 because they couldn't. But uh uh, you know, I, I hope that this takes off and this makes, at least, uh, I don't know that it'll make Nintendo bat an eye. I don't know that uh, Sony might be too far gone to try to think of something like this, because they'd have to destroy PlayStation now, and I don't know if they ever want to admit to that. But I hope this takes off, because this is a neat idea as far as another way to let people play video games. Sure. Do you see this kind of being a thing? Like, I mean, Netflix is a thing for movies. Obviously, with games, we kind of like to own our stuff. Yeah. Do you feel like we're ready for that? Just. Uh, I think we are. I mean, it all depends on, like, selection, honestly. You know, if it's 100 copies of, like, Conqueror's Bad Fur Day or, you know crap like that, then who cares? Yeah, like, how often are we going to have brand new games? And, you know, is it, like, two months from when they come out? Is it six months from when they first come out? Like, are are you going to have, like, some first... You know, like, you'll get sometimes for games for gold, like, oh, that indie game came out today, and you also get it free. Are you going to get stuff like that? Uh, I think that's what people are going to be looking for more than just, oh, great, I can play NBA 2K16. Well, why do I want to play NBA 2K16? That game's two years old almost at this point. Yeah. Um, you know, in the sports games, that matters more. In the other ones, it doesn't really. But look, uh, they're, they're boasting some big games for launch. I, I think that's cool and everything, just... Let's see how smart they get with this and how they're able to play off the... Because that's what people care about at the end of the day. New, new, and new. Uh, more than going back and playing the back catalog. I mean, you say that, but I'm always thinking... I think about like stuff like Game Room or Game Tap and how those things fail by crashed and burned. I, I They just have to keep adding new stuff to this thing. So, I mean, Gamefly is still around. So. That's different. That's not Game Tap or Game Room. <laughs> they send you a goddamn disc, <laughs> like right. But I mean, and yeah, you technically you can pay them to keep it later if you want. But and this does download your system, so it's not like you're having to deal with the streaming thing either. But that's a big thing about P- like PS Now. Like if you could just download the game, it's fine. I mean, you know, they, they I mean, that's they just the emulator thing also 
Yeah, that would have been great. Uh, but I got a feeling like that cell, PS3 cell chip's probably pain in the ass to deal with. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was like their main thing. We just don't want to deal with that cell chip. Yeah. And we're basically not going to. And I mean, that's fine, but I'd still like PS2 games. You got that chip in there. You could do. The, you could emulate that chip pretty well. I know that. <laughs> well, they just want. They want to make money off the remasters. So. Yeah, but those things like there's only like 40 of them out there. <laughs> like it's not like they're. If they they're were They're like, still making them though. They just came out with uh, what endless circle and and uh, star ocean until the end of the time. So. Yeah, but like that's <laughs> my point. Like they drip one or two out a month, and that's it. <laughs> I agree with you, but I, isn't this how they did it with the PS2 on PS3 when when that went out? Like we just, oh here's the classic game this month or. Yeah, but they also made a PS3 with PS3 emulation built in. <laughs> that was the first one. Then they took it out really quick. Yeah, but I still got one of those, so it's yeah. all I care about. <laughs> Very true. So. uh... I, Destiny 2 has new stuff in it. Personally, I'm not like big on the Destiny thing, but uh, nope. Activision finally figured out how to use Battle.net for a PC because it's going to be only through Battle.net that you can use uh, the PC. No Steam, no nothing like that. And you can also buy it with WoW tokens. So, And, of course, this has led to people buying more WoW tokens. Yeah, I saw the report that those things, like, shot up. (laughs) (laughs) Of course it would. People want to buy with wild tokens. Why not? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm glad the story's going to be part of the game, because that was a problem with the first one. It's like, I do not want to go online and read these Grimoire cards. I'm sorry. I don't. This game should tell me what's going on while I'm playing it. Uh, and uh, the multiplayer goes down from 6 to 6 to 4 before. There's going to be an easier way for you to get together to do uh, end-game stuff. That's good that they're they're fixing things and, and that there is going to be a PC version this time. There is no set date, though. They're supposedly making sure that this is going to be an awesome version, PC version, and you're not going to have the problems that you've had with other games and their PC versions. Do you believe it? I hope. Uh, I mean, Activision makes decent, you know, decent enough PC versions of games. And from what I read, all their PC coverage, or all the coverage of the game recently was on the PC. <laughs> makes sense. Uh, it's good that they changed it, too, because the first one was like, no, no, we're not doing it on PC. And then they changed it, and it is... I, I laughed at the fact that they actually had to come out and say, there's pretty much no way we can make a Nintendo Switch version. Like, yeah. I think we all knew that already. Yeah. But, but, I mean, why do you think they're releasing, even if they had the license to, they would not release a Street Fighter V on the Switch, because the bio is not technically feasible. Why do you think they're no, releasing it, that Street Fighter II thing? They <laughs> can't even run it at... They said that the PS4 Pro can't run... Uh, Destiny 2 at like 60 FPS or, or what, like at the native way that they run that game. Like, you might only get the native way to run that game on PC and Scorpio. That's how, yeah. you know, crazy built it is. 
So I mean, uh, no way the, for Switch. If that's the case, they need to actually scale that game back. <laughs> I, I, obviously, I think they did because you know they have to make it run on PS4 Pro and PS4, obviously. But it's uh, yeah. Let's see if they they have any issues and they're going to have to run patches or whatever. But I think as as long as it comes out and it works fine, that's all that matters at the end of the day. And I don't know about you, but I still won't care about it. <laughs> yeah, I'm not. Uh, I don't know. I'm just not like. I don't know that I can sit there and like dedicate all those hours to that game and then try to find people because it's not fun with just you by yourself and all that stuff. I, so I was just kind of bored by it, honestly. I didn't play it long enough to really feel like I got bored, but I could totally see that happening. Yeah. Uh, there's been delays, uh, some pretty big ones. Red Dead 2 got delayed from this year to spring 2018. Uh, the, the first ouch. delay of many. <laughs> yeah, because I'm pretty sure it'll get delayed again. Um, this is Rockstar, though. They don't, they're not pressing for when they want to release this. They just bank on the fact that look, GTA is still selling bonkers numbers. Yeah. I'm pretty sure Red Dead, maybe not that crazy numbers, but it will do fine whenever it does come out. Uh, South Park, the fractured butthole, also delayed till October. I was supposed to come out at least uh, by this time, and it did not. So now it's going to be a fall game. Uh, I'm, I'm pretty. I'm actually kind of worried about that game. Well, we were kind of worried about the first one. It turned out okay. I wasn't worried about that one because, like, I still had faith in. Uh, oh, whoever made it. Obsidian. Oh, Obsidian, thank you. But now it's a new, like, a, some Ubisoft team that Ubisoft like homegrown RPGs have not been great. No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, mm, I I think that they have enough to go on from the last one that as long as they don't deviate too much from it, they, it's going to be hard to mess that up. It's also turn-based, like, that should make it easier. You're not having to run around this entire thing and yeah. deal with the open world or anything. Uh, I'm still happy for it to come out. I still keep debating on whether to pre-order so I can get the uh, first one code on, you know, one of the current systems. But uh, perhaps I'll do it. I don't know. Did you already pre-order it? Hell no. Oh. <laughs> I already got that uh. game on Steam. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, first I game, anyway. Yeah. I don't need it again. <laughs> Uh, something that's going to concern, I guess, probably more you than me, but, uh, we both have the game. I'll be interested to see if they add any of this stuff here, but Final Fantasy 15, there's a survey that, uh, went out. Uh, we are going to get, uh, apparently, you know, basically asking what DLC you want to see and future updates as pretty much seems like Square is just going to keep updating this thing. Until they feel like it just it's not worth it for them anymore. And there's a long list of stuff here. 
my only problem with the adding playable characters is I feel like I, I would kind of want the, uh, the some of the guys in the group to be playable characters before some of these people. But uh, I don't know if they just mean that they're going to get their own story, I'm guessing, is what this means here but so th there's stuff for story content with uh like you get arden you know the main bad guy luna freya that would kind of be interesting because you don't really get a lot about her unless you watch the movie and even then there's not a lot about her in the movie either um core uh where you know the whole line of lucius comes from uh what how Ifrit is involved in the game, that would sort of be interesting in, in my view. Uh, where Knock goes. Um, and then you could play with with uh, Kor or or Iris or um, even Luna Freya uh, if they decide to do this uh, hard mode and improved abilities and stuff like that. I, any of this appeal to you at all? Uh, not really. Like, some of it might be kind of fun as, like, backstory stuff, but, I mean, I already beat the game. I'm not going to go back to it for, like, their lame story. <laughs> I always wonder why they let you have Iris as a character for, like, I have about 20 minutes and then take her away. That seems silly, but... Okay, I already bought the season pass, so I don't really care. Uh, whatever they want to add to it, cool. But if you're paying for this thing piecemeal, it's, uh, get prepared to, to pay for a lot if you want all this stuff. I feel like we're probably eventually going to get a lot of this. Um, which I, don't, I mean, the story content DLC is interesting. I feel like it's worth going back to. By a second, by a second season pass. <laughs> yeah, I hope that's not what it, the, the case. Please don't make us buy another one. That's that's insane. Uh, the Devolver Digital announced uh, last week as well that they are getting their own E3 press conference. And when I go through here and look, um, they have quite a few games that uh, are coming out this year or just don't even have a release date so uh, de they definitely have a reason to do it uh, of course this is the indie developer that makes uh, they release strafe uh, this month and then they also of course they're known for serious Sam uh, hotline Miami uh, you know Lou Frousers they have a bunch of hits on their bro force uh, on their resume, but uh, you know they got the block block hood, uh, several serious Sam games, the serious Sam four, uh, Talos Principle two, uh, Crossing Souls, Absolver, which I've seen uh, gameplay of looks cool, and a few other things. So I guess cool that an indie developer is gonna. Step up to the plate and go, hey, we can have our own uh, deal, too. Yeah. As long as it don't announce, announce like a Hotline Miami 3. 
Oh god. Well, you didn't like the Hotline Miami games? No, I like the first one a lot. The second one, no. <laughs> I don't know a lot of people who like that second one. <laughs> yeah, let's, uh... I feel like they got enough there they don't need to, but I wouldn't be surprised if they do. Just because that's their, like, one that everybody knows and, you know, it'll it'll draw a rise in the crowd. I mean, look, they can't do any worse than Square Enix uh, in their press conference, so you don't have to do too much to be decent. going to be interesting if they decide to, you know, smack it in on the big, on the uh, one of the Monday, you know, parts where there's a big empty space, or if they choose to go with Tuesday, uh, just don't do Sunday or Saturday. Just save us uh, that at least. Hmm. Uh, and uh, hey, why not? Dragon's Dogma: Dark Arisen being remastered for Xbox One and PS4. Capcom, why should I? Not be surprised at all. Yeah, I mean, at least that game has fans, and it came out like at least like, the last decade. Yeah, they have the MMO that won't come out here. So, I mean, I guess fine. No, like I like that game. I liked uh, the original, and I like Dark Arisen. Uh, just always, it just seems kind of like we're doing oh, the fifth anniversary. We're now going to do this remaster. I hope it does well, but it just keeps going into that line of Capcom of we're just going to keep remaking our or remastering our old games. That's what we're doing. Uh, Silver Cases sequel is getting remastered too, which I have the first one on PS4, and that game is still just weird. Uh, I still don't get it, but I will keep trudging through. Uh, the game companies are starting to pay the voice actors uh, money based on game sales, which that's good. Uh, how about you pay the developers more? That would be nice. But, you know, we don't. they don't get to talk much about that, I guess. <laughs> uh, Nintendo Switch, best-selling hardware of April. And amazingly, Mario Kart 8 in two days outsold Persona 5... The show, uh, I think all these other games are old, um, but, uh, you know, Breath of the Wild was still number three there. Uh, Call of Duty Black Ops 2 is 10th. That is ridiculous. That game is old. Uh, Grand Theft Auto 5 is still here. Mass Effect Andromeda still holding up. Uh, And Ghost Recon Wildlands is there. Overwatch, NBA 2K17. Does that surprise you at all that, like, in two days, Mario Kart 8 just outsold everybody? No, because I have to switch as most selling console. If you want to buy the only other game for it besides Zelda and Puyo Puyo Tetris. <laughs> I can't lie. <laughs> I mean, you're not lying there. <laughs> so, Lego City Undercover also uh, was there at 13 because, again, they don't have a lot of games uh for it so and Horizon Zero Dawn still around as well uh how do you feel about a Venom movie how about no <laughs> no you're just like oh what a no I don't want this Venom movie screw this uh I, I'm really sick of these like spinoff movies like being announced or like saying we're gonna get made and then they never do 
anyway if they do they're going to be garbage <laughs> yeah I don't know um, I don't mind some of the like you know the Marvel you know the MCU they do it pretty well not all of them hit well MC I would say I would actually argue every M- official MCU movie has hit okay like Thor 2 is not a great movie but it's still fine it's like so is Iron Man 2 right um but they have a plan for those movies. Like, there is a document in Marvel or, or whoever that says, yo, we have these three movies coming out every year. That's We're going to stick to this plan till 2023 or whatever. <laughs> right. Like, Sony just going, oh, we're going to make a Venom movie and a Silver Sable movie and a Black Cat movie. And DC going, oh, we're going to make, aside from, like, Batman and Justice League and all that crap, Making a Batgirl movie and a Gotham Sirens movie and possibly a Nightwing movie and it's like no, you're not. I'm gonna make any of this crap. <laughs> yeah, like those stuff. The stuff you just listed off from Sony that just comes out of thin air and then oh well, we kind of figured out this wouldn't work, you know, sell very well or do that well, so it's not happening. I feel like Venom's a strong enough character, though, that that one might stick. Well, there's two problems, really, with Venom movie. First off, which Venom? Because there's been a few of them out there. Um, the second move, the second problem is, if you're going to do the traditional Venom, what is he battling? Or what is his... Like, you know, what's the, what's the arc for that character? Because they're not going to have Spider-Man in that movie. <laughs> Right. You can be damn sure of that. So how are they going to introduce the character at all? And then what is he, who's he going to fight? <laughs> yeah, are they going to try to not make him a villain? And he just fights a Spider-Man villain? or? Well, I mean, yeah. in the comics, he currently is a, is a hero. <laughs> right. But he's also a different character. He's not Eddie Brock. He's Flash Thompson. Yeah. And also, uh. like... There is a pretty large age disparity between Tom Hardy and Tom Holland. <laughs> yeah, totally agree there. So, how are you going to do this? Like in the comics, uh, Eddie Brock has always been like like three or four years older, not twenty years older. <laughs> yeah, how are you going to? Uh... Figure that problem out. You know, it's it's whatever. They have time to do it, so you know. But yeah, it's a, I think it really smacks the desperation at Sony's part. <laughs> I just, I just don't. Yeah, I mean, they just want to kind of keep that thing relevant. That Spider-Man's kind of all they have, so we gotta build our own. And they kept talking about trying to do a Sinister Six movie for years, and nothing ever happened mm-hmm. with that. Yep. That's going to keep rolling on the train. Uh, Joss Whedon is going to take over for Zack Snyder to uh, keep doing a Justice League production. So, does that mean it gets better immediately then? Well, I think I think Snyder has already shot some stuff for it. But it'll be funny because they'll have like scenes that are completely desaturated in color. And then other scenes will be like bright and colorful. <laughs> 
Possibly, <laughs> in the, possibly in the same scene. It'll just be different camera shots or camera angles. So that'll be good to see. Yeah, how are they going to handle this? This feels like when uh, Jeff John said he was going to go try to save Suicide Squad or whatever. and That worked out. Yeah, that, that did not work out very well. Uh, the Universal has finally come to terms with making their dark universe a shared monster universe. Uh, the Mummy is going to be the first movie. Of course, that has Tom Cruise in it. Uh, and uh, Sofia Butella as the Mummy itself. And then A Bride of Frankenstein is going to be the next movie, uh, which I like the Bride of Frankenstein. Uh, I always thought that that was a really great movie um, for its time, and getting to see that remade is kind of cool. Uh, I I like these monsters, so I'm fine with it. Just how are you going to all tie this together is more my thought. And they got some pretty good actors to do it, too. Just, you know, they are kind of all on the older side, so. I mean, that's yeah. an issue... And a lot of them are also, uh, like, already, I would say, relevant. Or it's like, you know, Yeah, they're sort known. of getting past the prime. I mean, that's, that's actually one pretty good thing about the Marvel movies. Most of them cast fairly unknown actors at the time. Like, except for Robert Downey Jr., obviously. But, I mean, right. like, Chris Hemsworth or Chris, you know... Uh, Chris Evans. Chris, yeah, Chris Evans, or even, you know, uh, Jeremy Renner, you know, or even Scarlett Johansson. I mean, come on. Yeah, so, I mean, she blew up a lot because of the, yeah, uh, getting that role. But, so. I mean, how are they linked to these movies together? I guess, what is the central theme of these movies? I mean, you know Johnny Depp really needs some money. At this point, he tied himself to this, too. So, well, at least uh, you don't see him too much. Yeah, I mean, uh, I love Javier Bardem, so I'm not going to come, you know, him being in is great. Uh, but, I mean, didn't this... Didn't they try this? Oh, go, go on. on. Yeah, they did say, try they... this before. Well, I was going to say, yeah, 20 years ago with, like, Mary Shelley's Frankenstein and Wolf and that stupid crap. <laughs> I mean, also, half of these characters were in the League of Extraordinary Gentlemen, too. So, I mean, and that really didn't go anywhere. Oh, I mean, we'll see. I just, I think that just because Marvel's universe works doesn't mean that everybody's universe like this works. But if they have an actual timeline and way that they're going to do this as opposed to, like you just mentioned, DC and Sony, then you already got a leg up on the competition there. Uh, George A. Romero's making a new zombie movie. Uh, it's based off of race cars, so sort of in the vein of, uh, you know, Thunderdome, uh, Ben-Hur, Rollerball, Road Warrior, that sort of thing with zombies. I, I love George A. Romero. Um, his last of the dead movie wasn't that great. The Land yeah. of the Dead. No, his no, he's made three of the movies since then. Also. <laughs> oh God. Um, like, yeah, it, he. 
his he invented the zombie genre pretty much. But at right. this point, his career is a zombie. Like he needs to go away. <laughs> he also pretty much said that the reason why he can't make it, his movies aren't that successful anymore, is because of uh, Walking Dead. Which I'll give him a little bit on that. You know, Walking Dead has certainly changed the way we look at zombie stuff now. But still, I mean, you know, I, I just I think that. At some point, you gotta just say that, hey, that time has passed, I guess. Yeah, he did Diary of the Dead in 2007 that no one saw, and Survival of the Dead in 2009. I didn't even know Survival of the Dead existed. I think one of those two was like a weird Hatfield and McCoy movie. Probably. And it's like, holy shit. I I never seen Land of the Dead, and that was it. Land of the Dead's not good. Like I'll, I'll, get, I'll grant you that. But at least yeah. it had like production values and like wasn't shot on some stupid TV camera. Right. Like he, he, I saw this. I saw that headline and I was just like, no, go away, please die. Like, oh, uh, I mean, another headline of, hey, like, we're already redoing Resident Evil movies. Yeah. He needs to salvage whatever remains of his legacy before this crap. Yeah, <laughs> I agree. And uh, yeah, that Resident Evil like movie stuff is nonsense. <laughs> six movies right off the bat, like, good lord, just make one good one. How about that? Can we make one good one first? I mean. There are Resident Evil film apologists out there of the like the first you know of the W. S. Anderson movies. My question to them always is why couldn't they make a Resident Evil movie that is based on the films or based on the games? Even the first Resident Evil movie has barely anything to do with the goddamn game. That's why I like the second one because at least it has Nemesis and Jill in it. Yeah, but that's not the Resident Evil. That's not Resident Evil Two at all. No, it's not because Nemesis is from Three. But and like, then, and, then, and then also it still has Alice in it. <laughs> like she's still, you know, dan- like jumping around and like jumping on motorcycles and doing all this stupid shit. Yeah, I think it's because I like the like the action that's really worked in that movie. I thought, and but uh, you know, it's just. I mean, it's like saying, I don't know what you can equate it to, but it's like saying that that's the best of the worst, really. Uh, Just, please, like, whoever you decide to cast here, use some of the characters from the games. That's why people like that series. They want to see the characters. That would be like saying we're going to make Uncharted and we're going to name, we're going to use none of those characters. And uh, the main character's not even going to be Nathan Drake. Or, or like an Assassin's Creed movie. Oh, wait, they already did that. <laughs> yeah. It's... Moving on. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, I, I just uh, just uh, think about what you're doing. Come on, Capcom. You know. Like, the, the bummer part is, is honestly, like, Resident Evil, the first game, 
could very like fairly easily be translated into a movie. It's a bunch of cops basically stuck in a mansion with zombies. And they find out like the mansion is like a secret laboratory. It's not that hard. <laughs> yeah, and I mean as as good as you can there there's some good horror movies that come out today and they're making some pretty good horror games today too. I mean just have a meeting of the minds and see how you can figure this out. Uh, but uh, anyway, we have come to pretty much the end of the show here. Uh, looking forward that, to, to... Yeah, go ahead. I was going to say that Castlevania trail, or TV show got an announced date of July also. <laughs> Sweet. Only a couple of months. Uh, I'm excited to see it after I, you know you let me know it's an anime. Pretty much. Uh, and it still bumps me out they're not doing Captain N. <laughs> I know. So one day. July one day 7th, actually. Oh, even earlier, like a month and a week. So Yeah. Sweet. Um, so you get Star, Bridge, Star Trek Bridge Crew later next week. Uh, Tekken 7. Uh, get Even also comes out from the same people from... Uh, Tekken 7, the Friday the 13th game, which about like three people on our staff are like super excited. They need uh, their heads examined. <laughs> we, they already know this game is bad. And they're still super excited for it too. I'm just like, alright. Uh, Rhyme, which I'm excited for. I'm excited for that game to, to get out and uh, get to play it. Uh, Perception also comes out, which looks pretty decent. Uh, the remake of uh, Locks Quest, and uh, yeah, uh, the final Walking Dead for this season that no Come. one has cared about. <laughs> yeah, that I've heard no one talking about the overpriced Ultra Street Fighter Two Final Challengers for the Switch. Uh, Vanquish the PC port also comes out today. Uh, if you're I, interested in that, I really want that. I keep emailing the guy and he does not respond so I wonder if that's like kind of like Endless Space 2 Sega publishes it but they have somebody else that deals with the actual giving you the code um, you may have to talk to Adam about that because I've emailed the guy twice he gave me the code to that Utu Romano Mask of Deception thing but did not give me one to vanquish so uh well, we and, all know, yeah. we all know that uh, Vanquish is going to be in short, is going to be low on de- low on uh, demand, but that Utaro game is going to be everyone's list. <laughs> yeah, it's, well, I think it's like also because probably if your site's been around long enough, you already have a review of Vanquish from the other games or the other systems, you know. Yeah. So uh, they may not even offer review copies for it, for all we know. Um, but yeah, so plenty of stuff coming out here at the end of the month, and then uh, there's also the if you have a Switch and you haven't downloaded it yet, the uh, Test Fire for or the Test Punch for uh, Arms uh, is this weekend and then next weekend as well. So I'm gonna be checking it out. Looks after watching that direct, I'm really uh, interested in the game. So all right, well we might be back on Saturday. Uh, I'm not sure yet. Just kind of depends on. 
schedules mm-hmm. and stuff. Um, well, it really depends on news because today's Thursday or you know Wednesday night or Thursday. Well, we'll have the Far today. Cry details to talk about. That's true. And, and you never know, uh, EA might may go under that time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe with some of these other games, we'll have we will have gotten them and somebody can talk about them, but. Uh, uh, maybe I'll, I'll probably get enough info from Friday the 13th in the chat that I'll be able to tell you <laughs> about the game myself without having to play it, probably. But, uh, all right, until, you know, maybe this week or next week, uh, see you later, everybody. Later. The following podcast is a W2M Network original production. Visit W2Mnet.com for all of our other great podcasts, plus news, reviews, articles, and opinions from the worlds of wrestling, video games, football, and entertainment.